0: And welcome to another week of Top Radio. I'm Guido, along with Scoot and Johnson. Uh, A lot of stuff going on in sports this week, but this is sort of the dead period for the next couple of weeks where not a lot's happening in sports except college basketball. And if you're like us and you're Big 12 WVU Mountaineer fans, there's definitely not a lot happening. But a lot happened this past Sunday. My New England Patriots won their sixth Super Bowl. Tom Brady got another ring for that finger that he's going to get sewn on his hand, so he can throw the ball a little bit better next year. Uh, so he's going to have six. Scoot, I know you're excited about the about the game. How awesome it was! So in, so such a
1: good like you know really intriguing game to watch. It was there was nothing awesome about the game. Um, what I what I find interesting, a couple things. Um, maybe the best thing about the game is. And I don't really like the guy, but I find it interesting to see how uh, Julian Edelman can keep his helmet on with his beard. <laughs> yeah, right. The beard, beard. I would think the beard would slide the helmet off. There's there's a lot of beard. I just uh, you know
0: what kills me about this we've we've football has changed so much. I mean, we both all three of us love college football, and and NFL has now changed. Like these kind of Super Bowls were commonplace, you know, in the 80s and the 70s where you had these 13 to 3, you know, 14 to 7 Super Bowls where they were all defensive struggles. And then this year, everybody's like all up in arms. It was the most boring Super Bowl ever because nothing well, happened.
1: The biggest highlights were with the punter, Hecker. Yeah, yeah right. I didn't even punt know the Super guy Bowl existed.
0: In Super Bowl history. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. But I think it definitely, you know, cemented the fact that uh, the, the Patriots are pretty much the New York Yankees of Major League Baseball. And uh, the fact that, you know, even though there wasn't a lot to show for it, I mean is there has there ever been a quarterback better or more great than Tom Brady in the NFL?
1: I, he's great. I'm not going to say he's not great. Uh, you the proof is there. He's great. I but will I think say that this, I you know, think that ahead.
2: 13 to 3 score though exacerbates the New Orleans Saints fans and Kansas City Chiefs fans of the world who wanted to see their teams in and had their own gripes. You know, if you're a Saints fan and you're still, you're still suck, you're still suck. Well, I guess you are feeling like you suck, but you're stuck on that non call. Or if you're a Chiefs fan and you're mad that you didn't win the coin toss for overtime. Then that thirteen to three boring Super Bowl, I, I think that's like probably giving people even more ammunition to hate on it. I, that's my feeling. If you're a Patriots fan, yeah, you're ecstatic. But I, I have a feeling that those fan bases are like, yeah, see, it should have been us there. Well, yeah. I think the I think the other thing is is that I, I think NFL in general has now gone of the way that
0: college football's gone. Like you never see a college football game that has a score under both teams getting twenty on the board. Yeah, not, yeah you know. Really. And I think everybody has gotten just so accustomed to that in the NFL now that like you see you know games like you saw earlier when the Rams played the Chiefs earlier this year and they scored you know they each had fifty some odd points. You know, it's it's what's happened what's happened in what happened in college football 15 years ago would you say you know or so has now happened in the NFL which is it's all well, it's offense
1: spread offense is what's made it tough to stop the offense i just
2: i just think it's interesting in a year when we didn't do anything but talk about offense 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 that it was such a defensive it was such a defensive game and really the rams are probably going to look back on that and kick themselves that really i mean to be honest, you know when you come out, you see this a lot in college, but I feel like I rarely see it in the pros where you come out in the first or second series, you're already sitting there saying, uh, uh-oh, that team cannot deal with what that team's doing. I felt like the first or second series of seeing the offense for the Rams, you were already saying they don't have an answer for what's going no. on on defense. And they spent the rest, the rest the remaining four quarters just Struggling to do anything, getting first downs. I mean, they couldn't do anything.
0: Uh, Right, I think it was play calling and everything, yeah.
1: I don't know. Tom Brady's good. I think what this proved, though, was that Belichick is the reason why they win. Because Tom Brady, I mean, I can throw 10 and 15-yard passes to the bearded guy, the Julian Edelman. He didn't really, I mean, the pass to Gronk was probably the best pass of the whole night for any any guy that pass was a great pass but it but, was more than a great pass i mean
2: i'm not even a brady fan but when that happened i was like i mean he threaded a needle and hit that dude that was easily the moment where you went yeah we've seen this
1: before like right. you could just see it coming a mile away but but by and large most of the game it was just kind of average play by both both sides it's got to be Belichick, and he's got the personality of a gargoyle. Uh, he <laughs> but it works. Like gargoyle, but it works. Oh man, he is tough to deal with. I he drives me insane. He he's he's not he's not what you want to talk. Like you want to get information out of him. He, we gotta get better on all three phases of the game. Come on, give me more uh, than that. Yeah,
0: but that's that's he's he's mastered the the coach speak of it. But I will say, Scoot, like I, I agree, like I think that, you know, it is because of Belichick, and I think Brady is what he is because of Belichick. But I also have to say that like I'm not sure that you win that Super Bowl with Brian Hoyer or Jacoby Brissett or any other you know quarterback that
1: has come you know Garoppolo Jimmy Garoppolo I, I well mean, you know that that pass to Gronk is what makes your statement there true yeah because those guys probably aren't making that pass to Gronk no. and ultimately I think that pass to Gronk was the difference in the game I mean because absolutely oh, absolutely you know it, it, if Gronk doesn't caught, actually fall he's probably scoring that I mean he, he right died or if
0: Or or if he hadn't caught that, you know, it, it would have only been a field goal if that and we would have, you know, who knows where momentum would have would have gone. So but here's the real question. I think the most interesting thing of the of the whole Super Bowl was not so much the game, but the halftime show or probably what I would like to think is. The worst halftime show that we've seen, at least in the last two decades, uh, for the Super Bowl. Horrible. Maroon Five was horrible. Like just terrible.
2: Shirtless. Um, Shirtless. Yes.
1: You guys are. You guys are jumping ahead for for me here. I was going to tie into this a little bit later on. However, since we touched on this, um, have any of you guys seen the tweet of Adam Levine uh, since the Super Bowl?
0: No, was I it have picked?
1: not. This is going to hit you uh, pretty hard here. It
0: might uh, it might surprise you, but uh, Johnson and I we don't follow Adam Levine. No, no, on no, it, no it I would imagine from, that you do. I sorry, well, Scoot. <laughs> yeah, I, I am the
1: pulse that. of pop culture. However, uh, somebody had tweeted out that Adam Levine shirtless looks very similar to a Chipotle bag. Can you you confirm that, Johnson? (laughs) (laughs) Can I get a confirmation? I've I've never
2: had that thought. I will tell you,
0: though, now that you say that, I mean, color about the same, that kind of like brownish tan color.
2: I mean, does it say that the guac is always greener? Well, does he have that tattoo or something? Well, take
1: take a look at your phones. I have
2: sent you the image. I would say um, that <laughs>
0: it absolutely does. There's a lot going on there. There's California. There's work. There's symbols. And the Chipotle bag has a lot going on on it. I agree. A hundred percent.
2: There is a lot who happening there. wore it there. better? That's a who hilarious caption. Well, uh. I, I don't know. I mean, I... you know everyone from the outset was hating on maroon 5 i mean i and i'm not a maroon 5 fan but whenever whenever the like people in mass do that i always try to step back and be like well what you know is everyone doing that just because everyone's doing it or i i generally speaking i don't think maroon 5 is that bad now i also think that Scoot, I think you said that if if you're going to the Super Bowl for a good halftime show, then you should not go to the Super Bowl. I mean, I don't think anyone at a halftime show ever, ever, ever sounds good. Well, so I, you know, you got to cut them some slack.
0: Oh, but I think there were good perform. Lady Gaga, a couple years, that was a good performance. You know, Springsteen, Prince, you know, whatever it was, ten years ago, those were great. Like. I'm not really sure what was happening with Maroon 5 and... Well, here's I, the problem. I don't know who that Travis... I mean, I'm granted, I'm an old boy. This, this Travis Scott guy, he sounds like somebody who's like, you know, at the Gap checking me out. Like, he doesn't sound <laughs> like he's... That's not a rapper, but he's a rapper. And then, like, half the words he said were dumped by the network because they were obviously words that couldn't be said on TV. So it was like...
2: Yeah, now have, that I'll give you, like, come on, you got to game plan that a little bit so it doesn't just seem ridiculous. I
1: um, I th- I think to be honest, and I think you guys will agree, it these halftime shows. If if you are a fan, or if that's something you look forward to, obviously Janet Jackson and Timberlake kind of ruined it for everybody because if you were looking for something to be, I don't want to say cutting edge, but you know, kind of, I don't know. I th- I feel like they've forced the networks to put a heavy hand on so what here, kind of what kind of shows you're going to get. Here's my thing about it. We'll talk a little
0: marketing now. Marketing 101 by the top guys. Um so, you would think that the Super Bowl, so the the numbers came out. And I know I'm probably the only nerd who reads um you know, the numbers of who watched it. Men 25 to 54, 92% of men in the United States of America 25 to 54 watched the Super Bowl. Okay, that was that was the biggest, biggest chunk of audience. All right. I would guess that the vast majority of men, 25 to 54, are not really Maroon 5 fans, don't really care about Maroon 5 or whatever Pepsi was trying to sell during the Pepsi halftime show for Maroon 5. That's why I always thought that like doing a Springsteen or like a Pearl Jam, like a band that would, you know, our, our generation, we're the biggest spenders. The, the mid part of that group are going to be the biggest spenders market to us. Yeah. But like no, I'll and, give you that. That's, instead, that, that Adam is a Levine really is, yeah. Adam Levine is out there, you know, dancing with his shirt off. <laughs> looking like a Big Chipotle boy, bag. Big boy comes out. Yeah. Looking like a Chipotle bag. Big boy comes out in a caddy, which was cool. Singing an outcast song. Without Andre 3000, which was, uh, yeah. you know. and How about I, that I, fur it, coat? It was nice. It was good looking a good-looking fur coat, though.
1: I mean, I'd wear it. Uh, I mean, was it real fur, you think? No, probably not. That would, you know,
0: somebody would have thrown, like, a bucket of paint, red paint on him if it had been real fur, probably. Uh, you know, and I don't know who Travis Scott is, so I just don't know. I can't figure out what the NFL is doing and who their target market is for, uh, for, oh. <laughs> for the halftime show. I it's don't not know me.
1: that I don't know that the NFL knows what they're doing to be. I mean, I, a this lot of times true. they can't get out of their own way on certain things. Um, this is, this so is very true. It's um, it's it's an interesting thing. Um, those halftime shows and and we'll talk a little bit more in our next segment about big shows like that. So um, I'll save some of that for later. But All right. Overall, the the game itself kind of a snoozer.
0: Kind of a snoozer, but I mean, it does harken back to those old, you know, you know, three yards in a cloud of dust days, you now, know, that you used to see. Best commercial,
1: NFL. and I agree with most of the American public had to be that NFL 100 best players or whatever it was called. Yeah, that was a great commercial because you know you're you're watching for the minute and a half, trying to recognize. You see uh, Dion in there. You see uh, it was Franco Harris. You see all these these guys. Yeah, that was Barry a good Sanders. One. I mean, yeah. yeah. That was pretty
0: I like, I liked that commercial. I like the Game of Thrones Bud Light co- crossover commercial. I th- that was pretty pretty funny. I don't get I th- into
1: medieval stuff, so I didn't really understand it. But
0: oh, okay. So it was it was good. You know, big big season finale season final season of Game of Thrones is coming up, so I thought that was good. Yeah, um, it was. It was not as an exciting of a Super Bowl I think as everybody was expecting with you know a thousand points. I mean, the over under was fifty seven and a half. We didn't get anywhere near that. Um so it just was a different kind of Super Bowl, but nevertheless we had a huge parade up here yesterday or the other day and uh and the Patriots once again um won the Patriots invitational as they have uh two of the last three years. Ugh. So that's what you got, boys. I,
1: I would <laughs> we will see you we'll see you next February. We'll see you next February. <laughs> I do believe though the Chiefs are the the favorites, the preseason, end of the season favorites to win the Super Bowl next year. Let me ask you
2: this, though, Guido, as a as a Pats fan, I mean, there's a lot of talk still speculation. Uh, You know, do you do you feel like Brady might say I'm retiring? Do you think Gronk Gronk actually sounded immediately after the Super Bowl like he he might be leaning that way? So so either, either of those guys hang it up?
0: No, I think well, yes, I think uh, Brady stays. I think Brady, when he says he wants to play to forty-five, I think unless something changes drastically, I think he'll he'll keep playing. I think, but you have you have to
2: admit though, Gron- I agree. But you have to admit though, Gronk's comments were kind of interesting.
0: Gr- well, here and here, there's two things kind of playing in factor with Gronk. One is is that you know Gronk's all everything he said about his body getting hit and sure, you know getting yeah. old and all that. And the second is is that the Patriots would have to take a $10 million option next year on him if they wanted to keep him. And I think that that's going to play a role where you're you're going to see kind of what happened last year where they started to say, well, maybe we'll trade Gronk. And Gronk would say, oh, I'm not going to be traded. I'm just going to retire if you trade me. And I think this time he'll retire before that talk ever happens. So I think in the next two weeks he'll he'll say he he retires. I'd be surprised if he comes back. I kind of think the same. So, we'll, uh, we'll take a little break here. We'll come back and uh, we'll see what Scoot's got on his mind about uh, some food and music. Because that's all Scoot ever really thinks about. So, sure. keep it tuned right here. We'll be right back in a minute on
2: Tob Radio.
0: All right, welcome back to Tob Radio, Guido, along with uh, Johnson and Scoot. Don't forget to find us on Twitter. I'm at Tob Guido. No, it's at Guido. What is it? What are they? Are they Tob Johnson? Is it Tob? I'm at Tob Guido. You're (laughs) at Tob Johnson, and Scoot's at Tob Scoot. Scoot, Scoot, just Scoot, just Scoot. Yeah. So if you get on the Twitter, the world
2: can't handle anymore. Just yeah, no
0: just follow us on the Twitter machine it's uh, it's a good time we retweet a lot of stuff and then we tweet at each other and, with and other you can
1: stuff. Um, you can look at our uh, website uh, tobradio.com. Um, tobradio.com, dot brand new so we're stoking brand that up new. Check and, out. Pr-
0: and pretty soon just to tease this a little bit pretty soon the hope is in, a, in the next couple of weeks or so scoot's gonna uh, crank up the old blogging machine there
1: blog machine
0: you're gonna get like uh, maybe two the, blogs three blogs blogs a week from scoot
1: we may call it the Get Off My Lawn segment. Get off my lawn. <laughs> what grinds my gears by yeah. Scoot. <laughs> oh, uh, Scoot. So anyway, uh, I, I got a topic for you, fellas. that uh, I know that I like yourselves, like some music, and uh, I definitely like food. Um, and we are talking a little bit about the halftime show for the Super Bowl. Well, this kind of parlays into that because... The next big musical um, event is the Grammys coming up on February 10th. Um, now, typically, do you guys watch the Grammys? Uh, I, think, no. I think Guido, I, have, no? I, Guido, pro- I was going to say Guido, I, I yes. Probably.
0: Well, let me say, I've watched the Grammys. I probably haven't watched the Grammys in a good 10 or 15 years. And again, this comes back to, as I... Become older and more crumudgeony. I just don't get half the music, and so I'm like, "What is this stuff they're playing?" I, I think for me, like, you don't get the music that I listened to. You know? I
1: think what what the Grammys have become more so in the probably the last ten to fifteen years is a combination of strange duets that you normally would never collaborations that you would never see. And yeah. weird song mashups that you probably would never hear in a in a concert setting. But um, I was looking online. I was reading the newspaper, and something caught my eye that at the Grammys for uh, if you if you attend the Grammys, which. I don't know if that's something I would want to do. I don't know. Is that something you guys can you would buy? Can you I buy, you tickets to the buy Grammys? general admission? I, I would say yeah. it's so. never,
2: it never occurred to me how those, now that you say that, I don't think I've ever thought about, you know, who attends or how you would attend or just buying general tickets for it. Yeah. I thought I, it I've would just be about like about
0: industry people who show up and get free yeah, tickets right, or well, whatever. Right.
1: Those industry people, they, I guess they get suites, and a lot of the celebrities of course sit in the front rows or whatever. And then, you fill out, I think, with just your general public on behind them, and occasionally the celebrities will go into these suites. Well, in these suites, for a hundred and thirty-five dollars a person, they've got quite the spread of food. Yeah, it's like a nine-course gourmet meal, <laughs> uh, and some of the food that they serve is pretty impressive. Come for the food, stay for the awards. Is what would you, you like to? Would you like to hear some of the, the things on the menu? <laughs> okay. OK, yeah, be with it. Uh, a short rib with nice short uh, almond rib. dusted asparagus, a little braised short rib. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, grilled lemons and, and a mustard sauce. That's one. So serving. you get so you get like a meal like this is like it's not snacks. It's a dinner. no, it's like, yes, full on. Yeah, you're you're eating. You're eating good. Maybe you'd like a 72 ounce porterhouse steak with sea salt really? and crusted uh, mashed potatoes.
0: Like, I guess I kind of imagined it. You know, I used to work in the in the music industry long, long time ago. I kind of imagined it like you'd walk in the back room and there'd be like a bucket of like popcorn chicken from KFC there. But No, this is like
1: Um, lobster mac and cheese, uh, bacon, mac and cheese, sushi. Vegan chips because you gotta appeal to everybody. Vegan do you imagine,
0: chips. Do you imagine that there's a guy like back there? He's like rolling the suit. They have like a sushi cook. Oh, man, I'm sure they the do. Sushi. Yeah, sushi chef. Yeah, yeah. So what? Like, so these are just all the VIPs get to do this. So like Lady yes. Gaga, who's yes. there,
1: she gets to go have some braised short rib.
0: Yeah. Before she goes
1: on stage and performs. Popcorn, at the pretzels, <laughs> <short> and uh, <laughs> I saw a picture. They had what looked like a bugles slash checks mix.
0: Well, so, okay, so that's not very high high brow. That's kind of raise yeah, your feel hand. Like, feel well, like raise your hand if you've eaten
1: that. a bugle after second grade. <laughs> 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 Nobody this eats bugles. COVID. Who goes? And buy, you know I think what, my I'm kids. Really gonna, I actually
0: think my kids had bugles a couple a year or so ago. We bought them and they like loved them. And I was like, Hey, man, I haven't had a bugle in forever. <laughs> like, what is it? Is yeah, it a corn man. chip? And kind of, it's kind of like a corn
2: chip shaped in a cornucopia or is it more like yeah, a why do you, you want tom hanks hold up like that? why do you want tom hanks and you know like a-lister is eating your bugles checks <laughs> oh no it's bizarre Wait, come on, man dude so, um, they also Where's have the short artisanal beef
0: jerky artisanal uh, artisanal you mean not artisanal
1: i would have said artisanal, <laughs>
0: artisanal. that's uh, an artisanal beef jerky you guys. i don't there. know what that kale, is you just invented salad. a new
1: word <laughs> chicken sandwiches Smoked fish, good. fire roasted hummus, Johnson. That seems like that would be something you'd you'd dig on. I, I'm all over that. Yeah. Macaroons. Are you familiar with the macaroon? They're like a sweet. It's like, I a, think it's little like a cookie. Cookie, kind of yeah. sweet, yeah. Yeah. Shrimp. Yeah. Assorted fruit. Champagne. Here's the here is the piece de resistance. Ice cubes with gramophones engraved in them. <laughs> So you get your you get your nice uh, high end ice cubes, that and then of course your end. your mixed beverages. That is high your end. so that is so, the spread for 135. dollars You can get all of those items.
0: All right, so I want to go. I want to go back and talk about the performers, and we're going to do a little test here. We're going to have a little okay. quiz quiz show time. Yes, on Top Radio. I'm going to name performers. All right, and we're going to see if Johnson knows them and if Scoot knows them. All right, I okay. want to see I want to see what you you know. So we're going to. I'll start easy. So Lady Gaga. Yes. We all know who Lady Gaga is, right? Sure, yeah. Right, okay. Um, Mark Ronson,
1: yeah, Anybody? Okay, yeah. okay.
0: You know who Mark Ronson is? He's the. I know Mark Ronson's the guy who made Bruno Mars famous, and he did a lot of stuff with um, Amy Winehouse back in the day. I, okay, okay, I know that. Travis Scott, who we've already yes. made fun of on this podcast, I do. Mean, I do, Dude, he's, I do he's now. Not
1: bad. I
2: did not, he's not. bad. I didn't before that, but I do. now. Okay.
0: And like I won't throw you the weird ones. Like okay, gospel great Yolanda Adams. I don't expect any of us to. I mean, neither unless you're a big gospel fan.
1: Uh, what was the guy's the uh, Franklin something Franklin Keith Franklin?
0: Keith, oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, he's yeah. another one of those. All right, so here we go. So uh, uh, this is one that I think you both will know. Post Malone. Yes, sure. Okay, oh, good, got, that guy. That guy.
1: Have you seen his tattoos? It's like yeah, it's all kind of crazy the with place. the tattoo
0: on, on the face. All right, here we go. Yeah, Here's right. another one for you. Dan and Shay.
1: Yes, no. Tequila is their big hit. Tequila. Okay, so is oh, like I know a that hip-hop song. R&B.
2: Know, no, of? okay, I know that song. Uh, it's
1: like uh, country crossover kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Okay, um, let's see here. Who else we got? Uh, Sean Mendez. Sure. Oh yeah. yeah sure. Come on. I, so have I don't kids. know. I don't know yeah, this one. What? Oh, the kids like the Sean Mendes? Oh yeah. 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 Oh yeah. just oh, like a tweener kind of tweener. Kinda, yeah. Yeah, That's yeah, how I would describe it. Okay. Um, this is a good one. You
2: guys don't know this one, uh, Ricky Martin. Sure. Okay. Yeah, living la vida loca. Yeah, is he still living la vida loca? Uh, Originally, young,
1: he was in Menudo, by the way. In young
2: thud, young young thug,
1: young thug. I've heard of young thug. <laughs> young thug thud, <laughs> thug thug. Um,
0: Camila Cabello. Cabello. Yeah. So, yeah. Man, See, you Johnson guys are a, way.
1: You guys yeah, are because it's, more it's like Disney. She, she sings the on, a, like, song about like, uh, Havana. Yeah. yeah, Havana, ooh yeah. la la. Uh, yeah. uh, okay. I know again. See, <inaudible> see I, have, see, I, that, I think that's tweens. my thing. I think
0: I would know the songs. So like my my wife listens to like the pop music channel on the car. So I think I would know some of the songs. I don't know any of these artists. Uh, Janelle Manoe Manoe? Mano- man- 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 yeah, see, and that know. one's tough. her. Did I see that one? Marin Mar- Marin Morris. Yes. Nope. She's a
1: country. Nope. She's a country. She's country. Yeah. All right.
0: Little little big house. That's or little country. big town. That's yep. country. That's a big town. I don't know. Yeah. I just feel like I'm so detached from the Grammys now. You, like I'm just, um, uh, you, you know. I, I totally think
1: part to. of I think part of your issue maybe Guido is you kind of go down this indie rock, uh, little hole. Wilko's
0: not wilco's not playing the grand you're you're yeah, going to the record say,
1: you're store not, you're lined you're up really at your target market you're yeah, lined yeah. up at the vinyl record store uh these are things that you're not going to buy there you're looking for something like a uh good uh, uh <laughs> big head todd and the monsters or you're looking for uh uh, okay. Toad the Wet Sprocket. Yes. Who I
0: saw live together by the way. Both of those bands Big Head Town the Monsters and Toad the maybe Wet Sprocket. That's, maybe that's I saw that's them why live on the same tour by the way about 10 years. Yeah, ago.
1: You're looking for um, Matthew Sweet and Frente and and uh, and you're some right. of those artists that you're Good not going to find. Right. Um, <laughs>
2: at the Grammys, fiona apple Not you're getting into fiona
1: apple criminal that's that's your jam i got gotcha. you <laughs> that's now you're aging you're
2: definitely aging yourself on that yeah one. i was getting ready to say man
0: uh, so the grammys are coming up uh sunday night so um i don't think
1: i'll a... be eating any of that spread i would love I the macaroni and cheese but i think you should make some lobster mac and cheese and watch
0: the grammys and the closest thing could...
1: i'll have to that spread of the bugles you can <laughs>
0: report back next week and tell johnson and i about it because i'm sure neither of us are gonna watch yes, you can watch fill that. me in
1: you
2: yeah. can fill me in.
0: All right, well, let's take another break on the topcast. We'll come back. We're to talk uh, Major League Baseball as we like to do. So uh, stick right here. We'll be back right here on Top Radio. All right, welcome back to Top Radio, Guido, along with Scoot and Johnson. Scoot's making funny faces on the Skype machine right now. Uh, Major League Baseball. So, hot stove. Uh, t- so we're you know if uh, if you're listening to this when it posts, we're about uh, ten days out from pitchers and catchers reporting. We are a little under twenty days till um, till first games start to show up for spring training, and. Um, but they came out this week or came out, you know, a little bit here in the offseason about some of the rule changes that they might try to push through over the next two or, you know, this year into the next like three or four years. And I got to be honest with you, I'm I just it's they're going to go back to this whole pace of play slash time of game stuff that frustrates the hell out of me um, talking, and talking. And I get it like I get it. Um, they need to stop talking about times of games. Like, if games are three hours, games are three hours. Pace of play, I understand. They're two different things. Like, pace of play is a pitcher who takes twenty-five minutes to throw a ball. You know, time of game. You know, if, if a pitcher, if 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 they're picking up the pace and the game's still three hours, that just means a lot's happening in the game. Um, but they're a hundred percent back on this whole thing. So that's not
2: how I feel like people talk about it though. I'm glad you said it that way, but I don't feel like people make that distinction. You know, if I I sit down and watch a basketball game that goes into overtime and maybe something I expected to be two hours becomes almost three. If it's an awesome game, I don't complain. I don't leave complaining. I, I mean, I enjoy, I'm a basketball fan, you know, so baseball, I'm a baseball fan. If there's a lot of action, the, the total duration doesn't doesn't bother me. Now, I will, you know, I do agree with the people that want to they want to see the pace of play in some cases move, move quicker. I, I totally get that.
0: And I think, and like, here's the thing, I I bought in when they started talking about it five years ago, and I'm 100% in, let's have a pitch clock, I'm okay with a pitch clock, the fans don't notice it, it's set up and designed in the stadium, so it's not like, it's not like a play clock in the NFL, they're not gonna have it on the screen, or at least that's not the intent, the intent is just so that a pitcher doesn't, you know, futz around in between pitches so much, um, and I get it. i am i am a I'm a hundred percent in on that. But some of the other things that they that they're trying to to, to do that are more time of game things, I completely disagree with. Do like, you
2: do you have them so we could run down one by one, or are you just so, going to talk? You want to yes, jump
0: around? So let's let's run down. Here's one that is kind of more of a time of game than pace of play thing. They want to make a three batter minimum for pitchers. All right. Um, yeah. Okay. Right, so they, they want to make it. You bring in a really, – well, your, your starting pitcher counts in that. Any pitcher that's in the game counts in it. Um, three batters outside, and the way they want to write the rule is, like, obviously if there's an injury or something. But, like, if he gives up two home runs in a row, you can't pull him out. And it's more that they want to get a, get away from the whole situational changes, you know, where you bring in a left-handed pitcher for one guy, a left one left-handed batter, and then come back with a right-handed pitcher. That's part of – that's part of the strategy of a game. That's like a NFL coach picking a player, you know, a defensive. That's part of the game strategy. Like, why yeah, would they I take agree. that away?
1: I, I totally agree. Oddly enough, and I I understand your guys. Ed, I feel like, not that I'm against that, but I feel like um, the union could be in favor of this. You know, mm. and the weird way is this, is because I think what will happen is, Starters will become more important, okay? Because you're going to have to bridge longer gaps, so the starters become more important. Nobody really cares too much about the middle reliever, the Randy Choate, who comes in. He's a left-handed specialist. Comes in, throws to one batter. I think uh, one year I'd have to look up his stats, but he had a ridiculous amount of appearances and a ridiculously low amount of innings. Like he he would like seventy appearances. 20 innings like it was like crazy like literally he'd come in for one player one batter um i I hear you i think the union will feel in a way that this will drive up the value of the starting pitcher so then of course they're going to command more money it also Uh, will drive up the value of the middle to long reliever because now they'll be able to command a little bit more money
0: Uh, And I I think as we talk through most of these, I think we probably, if we sat down and picked them all apart individually a lot, I think a lot of them the union would agree with and the owners would not want to get in, in place. And a lot of it has to do with money. A lot of it has to do with the fact that you're right. Like if you have to have a three batter minimum. You know you're going to pay more for these guys that you know can pitch to both right and left hand guys instead of having you know picking up for league minimum uh, well, left hand specialist that only is going to pitch you know 32 innings a year.
1: You know, and I'm going to say that this is probably diving in maybe more deep than the average listener will want to hear, but Major League Baseball I think is very fearful of the the Tampa Bay Rays thinking outside the box this past year where they had a couple of games where they went with an opener they started Sergio yeah. Romo yeah and I think because that goes contradictory to everything we know about baseball where you start a guy who's gonna last maybe an inning and then you bring in a a long reliever or another three inning guy or something or a two inning guy that's not it's it's hard to market if you're if you're major League baseball if you're ESPN, and you want to promote the starting pitchers for the game? Nobody wants to know that the starting pitcher is going to last maybe a couple batters, and then he's going to be out of the game.
0: And I and I think that this is again. I I, I think I agree, and I I also think that I was surprised at how many of these things, and we'll get them to here more. How many of these things kind of went away from the tradition of baseball? Like it just like here's another one, and this is this was a big no for me, and I hope it's nobody like this is a. Uh, another thing people don't this is a hundred percent a time a game thing starting in the 10th inning so you go into extra innings. starting in the 10th inning you start a runner every team gets a runner at second base to start the inning oh so I, yeah i don't like you get a guy way. at second base to well, start you know and the idea behind that is, is it makes it easier to finish those games you know and,
1: and i'll just, i'll tell you the and again i'm not i i am a baseball lover so i'm not in favor of any of these rule changes necessarily So i can be okay with they're getting this idea because an international play in in games that are like olympic games softball specifically um, there's they call it an international tiebreaker so they you mean you put stuff a runner
2: un american is that what you're trying to say Scoot? <laughs> i
1: guess that would be yes you
2: it, leave your unamerican baseball over there <laughs> listen what they do in the australian baseball
0: league does not matter what, <laughs> that i think they're natural. thinking put a
1: runner at second you're closer to finishing the game um i i know that the game lasts longer but i think people are maybe more adrenalized in an 18 inning game than they I are agree. in a, a long yeah. nine inning game and, the, and this well that, and that starts and
2: that, to feel gimmicky to me like don't don't do yeah, that to the game right. I, to me it just has a gimmicky feel i don't know how to i don't know how to describe it other than that like the other things like the pitch clock and um you know, some of the other rules that I read throughout, they don't feel gimmick. Th- this type of thing feels like a new gimmick. And I, don't and, the, like and
0: this, and this one stems a hundred percent, I think from, you know, game two of the world series this year where the red Sox and the Dodgers played 18 innings. And it was, uh, you know, if you were on the East coast, if you live in Boston, like I do, and you were trying to stay up for the game, it didn't finish until like what, three in the morning. Well, so that's
1: a, I, I, start I the get game it. At nine o'clock start that, the game yeah. at seven. And that's a but whole nother, but that's a whole no, nother don't, argument.
2: Don't even start it at seven. I mean, that don't manage this whole process by a few outliers. Okay, it ha- it happened, big deal. Let's not change the whole game because well, of an outlier scenario. I mean, I that's, that's going to happen. It doesn't dampen anything for me. To me it's it's forever now we'll go remember that game too the world see i mean that's, that's true. cool. that is true, you know? that's that's true. That's- that is true it's history i
0: i will agree though with you scoot on these game times and and every nfl's the only one who gets it right these game times for championship games at eight o'clock at night are so ridiculous and it's, i know it's because of people on the west coast and they don't want to be watching games at three in the afternoon but like if you're here on the east coast and you're you have a, a six-year-old kid who likes baseball and you know and it's like The game doesn't, first pitch isn't until 8.15 or 8.13. It's ridiculous. It's crazy. Anyway, uh, moving on, they want to reduce mound visits again. So we're at six mound visits now a game uh, in the the current rule. They want, in 2019, this season, they want to reduce it to four mound visits per game. And by 2020, reduce it to three mound Uh, visits per game.
1: Now, oddly enough, I am totally against this which I've been in favor of the other things for the – not in favor, but okay with. This one I'm totally against because I've watched enough games where I'm watching, and I'm a Pirates fan, I'll watch uh, Francisco Cervelli like he's looking over at the dugout half the time because the pitcher's getting hung to, hung out to dry. Right. And he needs to be talked to, and Cervelli's trying to like manage how many visits he can make to the mound because some catchers, more so than others, Cervelli being one of those guys – Is more he? I think I see him, and a lot of people see him more of a pitcher manager, more so than a an offensive catcher or a guy that you know. I think he does a better job managing the pitching staffs, and and that's he's a verbal guy. So and again,
0: as the position that I agree in with you, Scoot, is the position that I played when I played baseball. It's the same thing. Like you need, there is a, a point where the tempo needs to be slowed down, the pitcher needs to get his head back, and you need to have that that visit. I, I didn't like the six when they said it. I understood why they went to it. I can't imagine. Three visits a game? Like, three mound visits a game is ridiculous. Like, right. It's,
1: it's crazy. Well, time. let's say you go to... Let's say you use two early, right? Right. I, are you... Right. You got a guy that's sort of struggling, sort of not. Do we say, well, let's just see if we can get through the inning, and he just, right. you know, like, well, it's that's just what crazy.
0: Up, and now he's got to face three batters. Right. Um, so those are sort of the big time of game things. Now, uh, other one things... That
2: I, can I ask you specifically about one that I was like, oh, I hate that. Uh, okay, sure. Um, and that was the one that I read. I think it was limiting the number of pitchers you were allowed to have on the roster.
0: Yeah, so they're... A lot of roster change ideas have come up. Um, So uh, limiting pitchers. So the idea is, if you have the three batter minimum, that you that you limit the number of pitchers. That so right now there's technically there's no. I don't think there is a limit right now. I think they can. You could. I mean, you have to have a amount of field, but Mm. I think they would limit the number of pitchers you could you could carry. They would also change roster. So they want to raise rosters, so they want to go to a 26-man roster in 2020, but they want to drop from, you know, in September, every team goes to 40-man roster. They want to get rid of that, and they want to drop the 40-man roster, and then in September you get a
1: 28-man roster. I'm I, I am in favor of that.
0: I'm in favor of the 28-man roster. Uh, I don't... and I, I, I the, the Players Association is obviously pushing a 26-man roster. Again, it's getting another person in the major leagues and league minimum money, etc., um,
2: well I just don't like the I don't like the idea of you dictating how I run my roster. Like don't tell me how to establish right. my team if I want to have, you know, x number of a certain position, then I should be have the freedom to do it. That doesn't mean it's smart or I should, but that doesn't matter. Don't don't dictate how I'm setting the club, you know, the club up. I don't want I don't want those type of rules. And I feel like this is another one of those rule changes that
0: takes away the the managing like sort of the chess factor of of baseball like it takes away the fact that a manager has to make decisions based on what he has on the bench and the limited number of things that he can do the same thing with having the three batter minimum and here's the one that's really going to like probably get Scoot lit i think which is Universal de- designated hitter, so they want to they want to <laughs> yeah, take I, I had the same and put wrong. designated hitter in uh, in the National League. My and and I gotta be honest with you, is gonna fume. I I gotta be honest with you. I think that this actually, it may not happen this year, and it may not happen next year. I think this is happening in the next handful of years. Here's, the owners don't want it; they don't want to have to pay for another bat. But I think it, I think it's gonna happen.
1: I to me, it takes away a good half of the strategy that goes on in the National League games. In National League games you've got double switches, you've got you've got to think about where you're gonna when you're gonna make a, a, a pinch hitter, you know, a pitch a bat and at bat change. In in American league games, very rarely do you use a pinch hitter. Those guys on the bench are like if you're on the bench that day, you're kind of on the bench that day. You don't really very often come in the game. No. If you're on the bench in a national league game you're probably going to get at least in a bat at some point. And,
0: and it also, I think, in the National League forces National League teams to think about their bench players differently because oh, right. America, most American League bench players, like mo- most of the guys that are on the bench, you've got one guy who's like a, a utility infielder. He plays like every infield position. Mm-hmm. You probably are carrying another outfielder. Maybe it's an, a veteran that, you know, can't hit as well, but he you get him in every four or five games, and he's your bat if you need it on the bench. You know, in the National League, it's completely different. Like, you have to make sure that those guys, you have some more built-in depth there. And you saw it a lot with this. That's how the San Francisco Giants ran for years. You know, they had so much depth on that bench of guys who could be starters in in other teams. Um, But I I just... And part of me, like... Again, traditionalist, like I'm a traditionalist baseball guy i- I kind of like what they have now, which is like the national League people get angry at the American League people because they have designated hitters, and the American League people look at the national League and go, "Oh, look at those idiots that have to make their
2: batter make their pitchers bat. I kinda like that, and don't take that away from me, you know. <laughs> As an American League guy, I look at the National League like a bunch of Neanderthals. So I'm, great. I'm fine with this uh, rule, but I just know Scoot sees it the other way around. And wow. I love
0: it in the World Series. I love it in the World Series when you have like the American League batter who's never a <laughs> pitcher who's never swung a bat has to oh, get up there. It's always hilarious. It's great. It's, yeah, awesome. it's
1: so awkward and hilarious. I just think you're going to have a bunch. You're going to have half the all the pitchers in the National League are going to hate it. Because ultimately their ERAs are going to go up, their stats are not going to be as Mm -hmm. good. And because of that, they may not get paid as much. So I think that's an argument that the union will fight. You know, I think they'll fight that.
0: And there, um, so yeah, that's an, that's another interesting one. There's a couple other little ones they're talking about changing the uh, the DL minimum to 15 instead of 10 days, which it used which to be 14. Fifth, right? It was it was 14, and they went to 10 what a dozen or so yeah. years ago. And then they, came, I mean, whatever, I get it. Like you know, um, the players' association is going to push that one through. I can tell you that right now. Um, and then the whole tanking rule, the draft rule, which again for me, it's like baseball draft isn't. It's important, but it's not, you know, it's not the end of the world. So the whole idea is if you are purposefully tanking, there's going to be a minimum wins that well, you have to have to get a draft pick. If, um, if
1: you are a casual baseball fan, can you name a, a, a draft pick from last year's draft other than Kyler Murray?
0: Yeah, probably <laughs> the Kyler Murray. Probably not. No, no, right. So nobody, knows really. Nobody knows. And, these guys. and it's because it's because the way that you know it's been set up in baseball, which is you know a kid gets drafted out of high school, then chooses to go to college, or a kid gets drafted out of college and then spends four or five years in the minor. So you don't need to know his name. It's just right. You know. I mean. I don't know. It's 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 just it's just uh, it's interesting. These rule changes are just you know they they grind my gears, Scoop. Well, they just,
1: <laughs> and it's not going to help guys like I don't think we're waiting on Machado and and there's a lot of there's going to be a lot of push on trying to create a rule where free agents have to sign by a certain date or some there's going to be some yeah. kind of deadline well, put in. They
0: do. I, I will say I a hundred percent agree that they need to come up with some sort of Deadline or dead period, like uh, they need to not have this whole like constant. Well, you
1: know, it, it can't run into spring training, that's for sure. No. Guys They've need got to a, know. Guys need to know it, where they're going before spring training.
0: And, and and you know this this is and this is and it's funny. I think a couple of episodes ago, we we kind of gave Evan Longoria a hard time about you know talking about how this is leading us to a, a lockout or a strike. Um, and I actually, the more I'm into it now, I actually am starting to think that that might happen because, uh, you know, this is going to become one of those things where these guys uh, like, and here's the thing, Machado and Harper are on the block still because no owner wants, no general manager owner wants to pony up, you know, the amount of money that they have to pony up for a guy that they're going to have to lock him in until he's 36 years old or 35 years old. And nobody wants to do that. So. I think we're heading down that 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 path. Hopefully, they'll fix it before we get there. Um, but yeah, it's I, I, I'm getting excited for some baseball, and uh, it's pretty soon, you know. Yeah, like Fanta- I said, I, I sent I out can't. I, I sent out invites for fantasy baseball league today, guys. Oh, I, I saw hope you, that. You saw I saw, saw yeah.
2: that. Yeah. I mean, as a as a championship team from last season, I feel like I'm really looking forward again to this season.
0: Listen, I think your Oakland A's will be strong this year. I think that unless Houston starts to do
2: something oh my
1: God. the Oakland A's I, I, name, I just, name it's five like I, guys. Said, I nobody can name five guys. <laughs> I can't, I just
2: can't quit the A's. I can't every season. have a better chance of think, naming you know the what? five
1: guys from the restaurant better than I do the five guys on the <laughs> Oakland A's roster.
2: I keep but that's, season, that's the whole, I that's, think, you know what? I'm going to be reasonable. I'm going to pick an East coast team to root for. And then inevitably the season starts up and I just follow the A's. I can't help it. I can't help it.
0: Well, out of the three of us, he, he makes fun of the Oakland A's. I'll I'll have your back on it. Out of the three of us, your team has the best chance of making it to the postseason. So my Baltimore Orioles aren't going to do very well. No, Scoot, I'm not cool. sure what's happening in Pittsburgh, but it's not, not pretty.
1: Not much is happening. <laughs> the <laughs>
2: Orioles are the logical choice for me, Guido. But I just don't know how you do it. It's so it just looks so miserable. It's been a life. It's a lifetime. It's a lifetime of.
0: Of it, you know, the ups and downs.
2: <laughs> and like I said, I, like I said, I I told Scoot, it's just never going to happen for me in the National League. I just like, can't
1: do it. Here's the problem with the, the, the Pirates and the Orioles. When you go to the stadium because you've got former players who run grills in the <laughs> concourses, and that's one of the perks of going to the stadium, that's a problem. Yep. Like, I've got a picture with Boog Powell. Yep. I had, I had a, he had a little barbecue, you know, bean stand. I got a picture with me and Boog. Then it, if you go to the Pirates game, you can go see, uh, um, oh, what is his name? He's the catcher. Manny Sanguian. He's oh, Manny got, Sanguian a, has, yeah, he's got his you... own little barbecue stand out in, uh, left center field. Sometimes he sits in a leather chair there and you can get autographs yeah. from him. I mean, come that's... on
0: you know what that's beautiful beautiful ballpark you and i see that's the that's the thing that we have over johnson and his oakland athletics we've got beautiful ballparks to go to he's got the coliseum he's got sewage have you
2: seen have you seen though the um some of the proposals for a new ballpark in oakland pretty interesting
0: Bars, there's bars and gates they, and lots of lots of
2: high concrete walls, high concourses and yeah, <laughs> pa- walkway pedestrian walkways and
0: stuff. well, and plenty of areas for snipers because and, uh, other people to protect the, the fans
1: because you've got San Francisco so close and and I was listening to MLB radio today and they were talking about how um, PNC Park and, and maybe AT and T Park in San Francisco are probably the two. Most beautiful as far as sight lines and things of that sort, ballparks. Um, and then you got Oakland, which is what uh, probably a half hour drive across the bay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and it's a dumpster fire of a an arena, a coliseum. You know, it's ridiculous. Is it still well, called the Oakland Alameda Coliseum? Yep, yeah, that it is, is yep. horrible. It's and awesome. it's now Ricky
2: Henderson Field at Oakland Alameda <laughs> County Coliseum, really. Yeah.
1: I did not know. They yeah. dedicated the field. Team. Do you think Try Dave to get those, Stewart's ticked? T- yeah. <laughs> Dave Say Parker. what? Do you think Dave Stewart's upset about that?
2: I don't know. Dave Stewart doesn't like anything, so he's
1: probably. It. <laughs> he's never happy. He's never. Oh, happy. my God. He's never happy. Uh,
0: so that's baseball. Uh, the hot stove continues to heat up. Spring training starts soon. I'll be excited. I've got my uh, my spring training trip planned. So, Will there be
1: any new Chinese jerseys?
0: No, no new Chinese jerseys this year. No, we're sticking with the ones I got. <laughs> are they still are they threadbare or are they they're still, still there? Up? They're still holding up. They're not hey, listen, man, it's a deal. It's a steal, I probably would have wiped
1: out. my backside with the Chris Davis one a long time ago. yeah,'m I'm, I'm close to it. so um, all right, well,
0: let's take a break here at top radio. We'll come back and uh, we'll finish things up with open segment and uh, see what's happening in the world right here on top radio. Welcome back to the TOB radio show. Um, great. It's time for our favorite segment, which we like to call open segment, which is where Johnson or I bring to scoot something that, uh, he doesn't know about and we'll see what, uh, how it affects his brain. Really. It's really what more of like, what comes out of Scoot's mouth when you give him a topic to think about. So, uh, johnson lead us into sort of what we're talking about this week
2: yeah okay so this week uh and i'll i'll tweet this out to everybody um uh, we, you know we mentioned the twitter handles earlier but tob johnson i'll um i'll hashtag open segment this and send it out but so scoot the uh today um <laughs> i saw this saw this on dig it's kind of through yahoo finance but they came out with data so using data from the bureau of of labor statistics they projected the highest growing fastest growing jobs in the US so they have a map of the US and then for each state they have what they are saying is the fastest growing job in the US and so i want to throw out a couple states okay. and i want to see what you might think the we'll start to be that very way, good at this and then we'll we'll kind of, we'll kind of move good. through so Okay. we'll uh, or or how about this you pick a state
0: yeah you tell us a state Okay. And I'll
2: tell you what the uh, fastest growing job is according we're, to the Bureau of Labor Statistics. Yeah,
0: you, you tell us a state and what you think it might be, and then we'll we'll tell you, okay. tell you what it what it
1: is. Uh I'm gonna go with um Okay, North Carolina. Now we're okay. talking about the fastest growing job, right? Fastest, fastest growing.
2: growing job. Okay.
1: Yeah. I am gonna say computer coding. Computer coding, North Carolina. That's a good guess. That's, That's a, good a good guess. guess. Not and far I, off. And, It is a solar
2: panel installer. Okay. And the interesting thing is actually solar power installer is the title for North Carolina, Florida, uh, Minnesota, Missouri, California, quite a few, California, fastest growing job, fastest growing job in those
1: States. Okay. Okay. Um, well, West Virginia, I'll go West Virginia okay. next. I am going to say fastest growing job in West Virginia.
0: And it can be an industry. Keep in mind, it okay. could be just an, an industry.
1: Uh, I'm going to say natural gas. Got to be natural gas. Again, Again a, good, a very good a, guess. A good guess. Like These are very, very educated. A very
2: practical guess. Yes. Okay. Guido, this one makes no sense. To, I don't know where to, like, how this fits in, but it is a nuclear medicine technologist.
1: Uh, well, I can tell you in rural West Virginia, that person is not there. <laughs> I don't, uh, I've looked in my local newspaper, and I've not seen that in the Help Wanted ads. Here's here's one that I think grabbed my attention. So
2: South Dakota
1: Oh, that has is, is be, listed um, as...
2: No, listen, it's the only one listed as software developer.
1: So apparently and my South
2: first Dakota? reaction was... Yeah. My, South Dakota, my first reaction was... Computers have just made their way to South Dakota.
1: <laughs> They're firing and so up their Commodore 64s. The, so- and the software industry is taking Writing on. some great Oregon Trail type games out there. <laughs> I would have said something with agriculture, like uh, uh, silo operator. Let's uh, let's g- let me
0: give you a state here, Scoot. Okay. Try uh, think about this state. This is a state I don't even. I, I think you uh, flew close to in your in your recent trip, but uh, did not uh, did not go to. Okay. The state of Washington, what do you think the fastest growing job and what you know about the state of Washington, home of Microsoft, home of Jeff Bezos and Amazon, uh, Seattle, coffee? What do you think the fastest growing? Keep that in mind. Keep that
1: in mind. I am going to say fastest growing industry in Washington. It's going to be something with water. Uh, I'm going to say... um, a uh, something with hydroelectric power. We're gonna say a um, a mill, a a, a <laughs> water mill <laughs> engineer. Um. No,
0: no, this this person, this the fat and I. Maybe we should all quit our jobs and move to
2: Washington. A mobile home installer. Mobile home installer, Scoot. That's, That's the, home the fastest.
1: Listen, you know, I'm going to tell you something. Appear-
2: apparently, a downturn in jobs at Microsoft. Perhaps. I, well, I don't, I
1: don't know that that's a draw to <laughs> to people from outside of Washington. Feel
2: like it's not.
1: I feel I like, hey, guess what? We are putting together some some, some mobile homes. Come on out! And check. I just don't think that's a, a draw. That is not a, a an industry that I would fla- uh, flaunt if I would tout. Another one
2: that catches my attention, Maryland, and I I feel like this Ooh. one is a direct correlation to their having the DC area in their in their proximity. <laughs> yes. Desk
1: clerk. Desk clerk. That's the fastest growing <laughs> fastest thing. growing. Listen, there are days got, got a lot of job, desks, need to clerk them. Idea. What do you got do? Got a lot a... of desks, get some clerks in what there. What do you people. do as a desk clerk?
2: I don't know. I don't know what you're doing. Guido Frozen. How about, um,
1: let's see. We're probably you we were, were saying probably, Vermont, right? You said something about Vermont.
2: Uh, Guido said he didn't understand uh, the one for car- Vermont. Car- Cargo
0: and freight in uh, agent. I don't understand. Like, does uh, does uh, do
1: they, they ha- border water? Yeah. No, not I'd, really. I feel like maybe that has something to do with Canada. Canada, maybe, maybe? border Canada. Know. Did you? What
0: about Georgia? Do we do
1: Georgia yet? Do I forget?
0: Do
2: we talk about Georgia yet? Uh, <laughs> I don't think we talked about
1: Georgia. Would that be I'm a... Guess, a, uh, guess,
2: guess Georgia. You're never going to get that. Peanut I mean, I shucker. <laughs> Peanut shucker. Fast. Costume attendant. I have no idea what that
0: is. Like, I don't even know what that is. And is that,
2: what in Georgia is driving up the need for costumes? You know right? what that... Okay, so
0: here's <laughs> what that might be. And, like, I, I don't know. I, I, this is totally spitballing off the off the cup. You know, Georgia has had a big push in the film industry in the past couple of years. They had a lot of tax credits for the film industry. So maybe that's what that is. Costume. No, that's co- Costume no, in the film industry.
2: I can see that. Yeah. Um,
0: Makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. Some of these, man, are just kind of out there and
1: crazy. I would Another say Connecticut. Be... Can, I, can I guess Connecticut? All right. Sure. Uh, Go I'm going to say a uh, moving van or moving <laughs> truck uh, worker like two guys in a truck yeah, guys, yeah. Two guys in truck? No. people are moving out of connecticut aerospace engineer well that makes sense that does make sense
2: connecticut known for its aerospace uh, pratt, and,
1: pratt and whitney engines for airplanes okay. are made there and there's also uh S- sikorsky helicopters are made there but <laughs> i wouldn't think that that's the fastest growing
2: guido what, do, what do you think about so right? new york also grabs my attention
0: and again, I, I, this one, it does make sense to me because of recent law changes in the state of New York. Okay. Which has allowed I more like of he's this got to a happen. A lot of, of weird um,
1: background info. Uh,
0: this one does make sense to me. What do you think the largest growing industry or largest growing job right now in what industry in New York in it is?
1: In New York.
0: State of New York.
1: State of New York. Ooh, I don't even know what they do there. Uh,. I am going to say you said something about taxes. Uh, I'm going to say uh, house flipper, house Almar the ga- Industries. I'm going to say the, ga-
0: the gambling industry is oh, gambling? Uh, there's a lot of growth in the gambling industry, and that's also oh, that, like a
1: like a card dealer with a card. They've dealer? legalized
0: more. They've yeah. They've allowed more. Um, I think they've they've allowed more casinos to open. Do in they do they
1: go with the um, the Native American, uh, <laughs> do they go, like, the reservations like Connecticut does, or is it is it more of a legal thing? No, or... I
0: think it's more of a, yeah, it's more of a, le- a legal thing, uh, you know. And now Massachusetts
1: has the same thing, like, everybody's opened up casinos now. That's well, West Virginia, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, they yeah. all have them, yeah.
0: Kentucky, uh, statistician for Kentucky kind Statistic. of surprises
2: me. <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm if it's really baseball, sure, but... I would love it. What kind of statistics? What kind of statistic Is it baseball? <laughs> if it's baseball, here. assign me up. I want in. And uh, some of them are just—they just, they,
0: they kill me. Um, None
1: of them sound appealing. I've not been like, you know, what that job—that's a good job. I'd like—I'd like to do that. Like nuclear yeah, I guess- medicine, I don't want that
2: uh well to me it's just what caught my attention was just the randomness of the range of things yeah. so like desk clerk to solar panel installer to just gambling industry I, there was nothing really that to me you would think of the state and then immediately think of this role or something yeah. I, no i, it I don't i, I didn't I, roll off my you know roll off in my mind it didn't follow that what I would stereotypically, when you think about a state, I don't think about any of these roles. I, I the one that you I think Washington
0: State probably is my favorite with the mobile home installer, <laughs> but my second favorite, which I don't think we've mentioned yet, is um, Indiana. Uh, Indiana Scoot. So <laughs> again, Indianapolis line
1: <Combine> operator.
0: <laughs> you would think that's not a bad idea, no. And I don't even know if I'm pronouncing this right. No so worries. we'll start with that. Prosthodontist, Prof
2: prosthodontist. Oh, I'm, I think a, I'm like assuming this means like maker. a prosthetic.
0: Yeah, somebody who makes prosthetic yeah, teeth. Right. They right. make like you know. That's my teeth. assumption. Yeah.
1: So like, assumption. would you say like if I wanted a grill for my for no my no chops, I think this is I think am this I is going like, there Am I like so if I want to look I like wall like, wall I think this I is, think,
0: is
2: more <laughs> is that what the people the, what the people <laughs>
0: I think this is the more people of Indiana <laughs> don't brush their teeth. I think is what this is like. Yeah, I think unfortunately,
2: like, I think we just learned something about the oral hygiene of the state of Indiana. <laughs> it's it's more like veneers and crowns and like yeah, somebody's right. not getting thinking biz. Like, you're
1: yeah, not right. thinking like gold and diamonds.
2: No, not at all. No, no not, like
1: no. Lil, Lil, Lil Wayne is not flying to Indianapolis yeah. to get his grill. Yeah. No, no. Like no. we 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 had a friend in college. I don't know if you recall this, but he had a. A gold tooth that he would put in and take out, and it had a dollar sign on the gold tooth.
0: I do, I do, I do not remember this friend. <laughs> no. Do I remember this <laughs> How friend? How good of a you friend? Were you two? Uh, and, and uh, Don't tell, tell me you, now. Dude, I'll tell dude, you off air. But uh, yeah, we can tell me off air. But uh, <laughs> he did. Oh, yeah. So, anyways, that's uh, just interesting <laughs> to see what some of the. Uh, See what some of the the jobs that are growing the fastest in uh, different states here in the United States are. So that was hashtag hashtag open segment as we I'll like to as we like to call it here. Yeah, follow Tom Johnson; he'll tweet it out for you. Well, that'll wrap up another episode of Tob Radio. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we'll be back next week with something else to talk about. I'm sure. If uh, if you have any topics for us or anything you want us to talk about, tweet at us at. Uh, at Tob Guido, at uh, Tob Scoot, or Tob Johnson, or check out our uh, website at TobRadio.com. And always uh, don't uh, forget to
1: uh, stop by and check out our number one sponsor Tactical Legion Knives. It's a family owned and operated company with a focus on heavy duty knives. We love knives and have been in the knife industry for more than 15 years. When you buy a knife from us, you're buying a knife to last. We're a cut above the rest. Tactical leisure. All right, so that'll do it for this week's episode of Top
0: Radio. Thanks. Join us next week, and uh, everybody have a great week. See ya!